the city of Sharn, full of commonplace magic, subtle powers, and ruthless criminals. Anyone can make their fortune in one moment, only to lose it, and their life in the next. One small inquisitive agency tries to scratch out a living uncovering truth for anyone who's willing to pay. The Changeling Wits and the Warforged Sevens are imperfect people in a city of perfect chaos. Will they bring justice to the city, or will they find themselves torn apart by sinister forces? Find out on Two Ashes, Two Dust, a Sharn Inquisitive Podcast. tell we're really focused today really on yes Uh, so we uh been gone for over over a calendar year at this point because someone well someone had a kid Uh uh-huh someone went back to college Uh and got a girlfriend and moved across country Uh uh-huh uh-huh and alex was just sitting there in roll 20 and a pandemic (laughs) waiting for us the whole time in an empty room We said, see you next week. The apartment in Portland in lockdown. Every week, Alex boots up Audacity, has (laughs) has an hour and a half of just blank files and silence. You know what's weird? He keeps sending me those recessions. (laughs) We've been gone for over a calendar year, so things are going to change. Character voices are going to be different. People are going to not be what they were last time. Yes, but I apologize for any continuity mistakes that. No, we don't. Yeah, I don't. They're not mistakes. Go fuck yourself. This is how it's supposed to be. They're happy accidents. Continuity, happy accidents. That's right. So we've been gone. I think that's a positive. We've been gone for over a year. And I've thought a lot about the first thing I want to say on the podcast when we come back. And I have it now if you guys are ready. Have you ever noticed that the city map that we're using of Sharn looks a lot like a testicle? (laughs) (laughs) Quality, quality content. Yeah. I mean, this is really going to draw our listeners. I'm not wrong, am I? I I can't see it because I'm not on that page on Roll20. It looks like a testicle. I'm going to pull you back over. (laughs) Zoom out, it's a testicle. Oh yeah, no, it's a testicle. (laughs) I'm really worried about y'all now. It is. It is in fact a, a testicles. <laughs> it is a. It is a peninsula. Reporting Maybe back. I, that is in fact. Is in fact a like a ball sack. <laughs> y'all children. <laughs> I cannot tell you how embarrassed I was listening to the raw cut of the last episode while driving my mother. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So she has a very poor opinion of both of you. Well. That's okay. That's fair, I suppose. I, I have a poor opinion of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel that. Okay. Um, Zach, would you like for the third time and the first time to the podcast, <laughs> tell us. Preferably in a voice. Character a little newsy, little newsy boy voice. A little newsy boy or uh extra last extra time on... no I, I was thinking like newsreel like like 40s newsreel 
All right. When when last we left our brave and intrepid heroes, because we're eight minutes in and I'm doing this goddamn thing. You have to do it exactly like Honestly, the movie town news for match, though. Per- Okay, y'all might be brave, but you're not intrepid. And I, you're definitely not heroes yet. <laughs> I don't want to be heroes. Anti-heroes. Our brave boys storm the beaches in Korea. There we go. That's that's the newsreel. Absolutely. Dateline Inchon. 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 In, in I don't know. Incharn? In Lower Dura, in Kalistan. Bring us back to the setting, folks. City of Towers. City of Might. City of Magic. A city on the go. <laughs> Industry. <laughs> right. Recap. Mostly. All right. When last we were here, a Gregorian calendar year ago, <laughs> we came upon intruders in our apartment slash office. Two goblins and a bugbear. And poor, poor Artie, who had consumed way too many drugs uh well we came that's in because you we, stuck him in the bag of holding in your chest where you had some of those drugs i did not force those drugs down his throat it is not my fault no but you put him in there with him and knew he had a problem like you, you, you knew he had a problem with substances i i epically killed the bugbear <laughs> heroically and I, even and then i believe the goblins escaped with the vials empty vials of drugs we searched a bugbear and that's when i believe we ended goblins escaping with evidence of our pilfering finally the dask has figured out who stole from them back they think three four also you have both the forge scroll and the original scroll and your two buyers in our possession so our predicament currently two scrolls Two people who want it, and a mob after us because they think we stole the drugs. I think it's actually a mob after Artie because they came on Artie, and he's the one with all the vials. So I think it's actually Artie here who's in deep shit. So we'll get... You did find him in the safe house where you found the scroll. Yeah. So we'll get... We'll get to Artie. Oh, poor (laughs) Arturia. Poor Artur. (laughs) So how long... He is... OD'd on Dragon's Blood. How long is he going to be out for? Hours? He had OD'd. He's coming out of it now. Um, It displays some remarkable resilience, but he came here looking for more and looking for protection. Okay, so I... Wits... Wits has a plan, as he always does. And you guys protected him. So I'm going to try to... We protected Artie? Well, we protected our stuff. Artie just happened to be there. Yeah, he was more of a just happy accident for him yeah so the majority of the dragon's blood goes through life the majority of the dragon's blood is still safe in our safe um what we had stored in seven's chest is compromised and sevens cares more about his bird than he did by 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 compromise you mean completely inside Artie's system (laughs) the evidence of it in the bag the goblins stole yeah so wits hangs Artie up by his ankles and he gets out his bloodletting knife (laughs) 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 <laughs> it does not do that. I like it. Okay, so in this dingy little basement office in the bottom districts of Kalistan, we have just have been robbed. A, you have just been robbed. You have just committed uh, murder, technically. Self defense. Self defense. Yeah, it's a castle doctrine. Either way, 
It's you, our you apartment. They, dis- they were trespassing. Well, it's our business. Our stuff. It's your apartment. Wits has an apartment, but well, yes, he, he has a point. You you don't sleep, so you just kind of like yeah, putter, stare at the wall, <laughs> talk to the talk to Mo the parrot. So a stirring arty. Oh, play your arm flute. You can play your arm flute. Yeah, a stirring arty is on the ground. We are in the ruins, quote unquote ruins. It's not ruined, but the the shatters of our office that has just been robbed. Yeah, it's, it's disheveled. Yeah. Needs a cleaning service. And nobody went through a glass window yet. Wits has a plan. He's going to turn to Sevens and he's going to, for the first time in over a calendar year, slip into his character voice. <clears throat> I believe in you. Sevens! <laughs> <laughs> that's Batman. Oh, that's right. Is that oh, not God. what I sound like? <laughs> uh, okay. Close, closer. That's good. We're gonna get. We're gonna. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Dial it. Dial it. You had it. You had it. Sevens. We have two scrolls. We have two people who want them, and now we got the mob after us. We gotta take Artie right now. Put the scrolls in the safe. We take Artie to the desk. We turn him in. He stole them. We came across it. He was attempting to rob us. We turn him in. All right. I look down at Artie. And Defenseless. Semi conscious. Hey, Artie, how do you how do you feel about this? What? Uh, Why are there sevens, three of you? What do you think about this plan? Sevens, you want to like? Artie <clears throat> <laughs> is groggy. More broccoli. The, about the only thing you guys got out of him last time was he came to you for protection. Yeah, I don't know what my character's motivation towards Artie was a year ago, but I can tell you they don't have any motivation to, to protect you. Yeah, I'm not now. real keen on playing nice with Artie. Uh, I, what we could do is drop him off at an associate's because he can't stay here. We can't stay here currently. I think we have, I'm not saying it's going to work, but I think we have a clear out with Artie that we can turn him in. And then listen, the mob might not even believe us, but they just want a scapegoat. Right. And if we give them Artie, no, they want the rest of their drugs in your safe. Listen. Yeah, I I swear a person who had vials of their drugs was seen a few moments ago. Sevens were condemning a man to death here, so I'm gonna, you know, equal share, equal vote for you. I say we turn Artie into the desk and tell them it was him. Now you do have Winril, your goblin friend who works for the desk. We do. Alternatively, when we turn this scroll in, be it to the government or be it to Ilsa. We're going to get a favor. I thought that's why you were doing both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and honestly, Ilsa might be very interested because Artie was where the scroll was found. So we're going to have, regardless of who we turn the real one into, we're going to have a favor. And potentially, if we're lucky, we're going to have two. We can use one of those for protection. That's the alternative. Sevens looks down at Artie. And thinks about it for transformed, pitiful, a hot second. Kind of nudges him with his foot. He groans a bit. We we going somewhere? (sighs) Seven's just size. Elegant wits. He's a despicable piece of shit. I like it. Keep going. Ah, see, you always get me on the second part. You get me always a bot. You hurt. You hook me in. You know you do, and then and then you just 
dash it against the rocks. <sighs> Sorry, buddy. Fine. Fine. I don't I agree with it, but fine. Take the safe. We got to take Mo. We got to take Artie here. And we need to lay low for a few days. I think Harvey can help us lay low. Who do we trust to turn the real scroll into? Do we trust the crime that we know? Or do we trust the government that doesn't care about us? I'm, I'm just a simple war forged. All this politics is above me. Listen. This is, this is the potential chance here to gather some information or make a roll if you need. Um, or we can just play it out, whichever you guys prefer. I'd rather just play it out. This is like instinct, right? That's what we're in the business of. I think it would make the most sense. What are you leaning to, Wits? What do you think? We know what the council is, and we know what the government is, and what they are isn't interested in us. And we know the mob, and we know how dangerous they can be, but we also know that they came to us, they talked to us in person, and uh, they do keep their word. They showed respect. What if, what if we give the original to the mob and then loop the mob in on our plan to dupe the government? They're criminals, right? They should appreciate that. Maybe they'll even help. They're also criminals looking to move up with family members in city council seats who oppose the initial client. Just context. So the mob, Ilsa's... Ilsa's uncle is... The representative for Kalistan in the city council. Her wasn't it her aunt? No, I think they actually have two. Ilria, who Ilsa's named after, is on the council. I think they had another, and they're they're up against this Javan Tolivar and his upper class. They said opposite Tolivar. Okay, and Tolivar is who are okay opposite scroll. There are no nothing is black and white here. These are shades of gray. Sure, but as far as we know, opposite. Of the person we were hired to get the oh, scroll back. Definitely. Tolivar is who for, hired us for She the... wants leverage over, sorry, Tomalan. My bad. Javon Tomalan. What is the consequence of this scroll just embarrassment or is it being kicked off the council? You'd have to ask Ilsa. Is it blackmail? Is it political leverage? Is it maneuvering? Is it putting someone under their thumb? in the seat for the upper central district. What is the consequence for failing the job, not turning in the scroll to the councilman? He would likely send people to find out why. And if they didn't like the answer, they would probably um, react poorly with swords. Okay. I think we go ahead with both, but I think we loop Ilsa in on the scheme because I bet she has insights or she could make use of the situation. Sevens, I think we have we give, we're agreed, we give the real scroll to Ilsa. We could keep the forgery and use it as blackmail in the future for the councilman. I don't even think we need to do that though because Ilsa will have a copy. So if we ever needed access to the scroll, we could just go back to Ilsa. And uh, Could you? borrow it. So we go. Would she? would she? So we go hat in hand to the mob. We go no, no. in debt you go into their your, protection. You go to you go to someone that asked you for this. Asked us to do a job, which we have done. Money. We are triumphantly returning to the mob. I believe. I don't think 
telling the mob that we copied their information that they wanted is a great play. It's, I don't know. I from I think from a criminal, like it, I don't think it does any harm for the mob to know that the councilman has a fake. I think I think the mob wants control over anything, and I think a third party having the information that they wanted control over, i.e., us having control, isn't what they want. So we just hang on to the the forgery. My play at this point would be giving the original to Ilsa, telling the councilman we couldn't get the scroll back because it's been destroyed, and then the we're gonna have to deal with yard. we're gonna have to deal with his goons. But I mean, they're city council goons. I, I'm not worried about it. How hard can it be? How hard Paper can people? it be? What could go wrong? All right, you've convinced me. Let's do it. I mean, unless you really want the gold from the city councilman, but I do like gold. No, no, I you get uh, twice the gold from Ilsa. I I need to put myself above such material desires. We get twice the gold from Ilsa. We get a favor which we're going to use for protection, um, and then uh, protection for from from the Dask. From the Dask, or who Ilsa is naturally opposed to? From the Dask, or, I'm. Or from the city councilman. I think we could deal with the city council. I'm more worried about the drug runners hunting us down than I am about some poor schmuck of a city councilman trying to... Poor schmuck? You mean one of the wealthiest individuals in this city? I said what I said and I meant it. Powerful politicians. (laughs) I counted to three, damn it. I said schmuck. I mean, I'm not going to argue with the schmuck part. It's the rest that I worry about. (laughs) I mean, it would be so. We would be in the position of using this. It's it's a question of sevens. Listen, it's a question of. I'm gonna throw it to your judgment here, because I like talking to you. It's like talking to myself. (laughs) Do you think it's more valuable to have the thousand gold now, and the potential for it to be discovered fake, or do you think it's more valuable to potentially have blackmail over this city councilman in the future? Sorry, I wasn't listening. Could you say that again? God damn it, no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is why you have brothers. I stab you podcast with an, right here. Stab you with an electric fork. I think I think we hold on to it for blackmail. And I think we tell him it burned up in the warehouse fire. Ladies and gentlemen, our paladin <laughs> sevens. <laughs> Honestly. That's probably the safest route for you guys. Let's hit up Ilsa. I think a paladin in Eberron is not quite as good. Oh, it's very shoes. different. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, no. Good lord, no. Yeah, there's going to be I'm some... just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. And or it could be a dark paladin. Throw... Oh, God. I don't need that kind of edgelord crap. No, <laughs> no. We're going to play with Shades of Grey. That's what we're here for. Now, somebody get some Venetian blinds... Set this thing up. We pack up all of the stuff in the office. Uh, we pack up Mo. We pack up the safe. We pack up everything that's valuable. And we head for... Do you take the glass pane out of the door with your name on it? <laughs> uh, no. No, because okay. anytime they spend ransacking the office is time they're not after us. Well, are you leaving them stuff to ransack? Is the question like just junk? Safe, I think we've packed up everything, so we're taking all the important gold. things, valuable things. I'm pretty sure I had a statue on my desk or something. 
I think you had art or like a vase or art something. Or vase, yeah, there was something like Most that. Anything. Uh, let me just say anything valuable that we expressed joy over in previous episodes. <laughs> did it? We are taking okay. with us. Okay, that's fair. Yes, that's fair. So we're so, leaving. So you like held it. You you expressed gratitude to it, and then you asked yourself, "Does this bring joy into my yeah, life?" Yeah, we we, we said were this is packing before the store. Yeah, <laughs> before yeah. the desk. Yeah. So we take the gold, oh, we sure. take the drugs, um, we take obviously both scrolls, we take Mo, we leave enough stuff for them to ransack, like papers, um, stuff on the wall. I guess we take Artie as well, I guess. I mean, you could leave him, but... No. He did beg you for protection. And Ilsa probably wants to know what he knows. I think I just grab him by the back of the collar and just drag him behind us. I drag him up the stairs, his feet go thump, 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 thump. As I drag him up the stairs. All right. So you guys are up at the rough street level in Lower Lower Calistan. It's dingy. It's dark. I left it's a little dripping. sign on the door that says for sale. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's not for sale. <laughs> it says gone blackmailing. God. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, okay. Gone inquisiting. Gone inquisiting. Uh, we'll we'll be back AFK. in fifteen. We'll we'll be back in five minutes. Or <laughs> just we'll be back in five. Never. We'll we'll be back in five. That's vague enough. You can swing it however you need. Hours, days, who knows? Uh, yeah, make our way to uh, Ilsa. Uh, where's Mo? Right now, on my shoulder. shoulder. Shoulder, not in your uh, in your chest. No, he's on. He well, needs got to keep that thing there. cracked for him to breathe. Yeah, no, he rides on my shoulder. Uh, I'm dragging Artie in one hand. I've got a giant bag full of stuff in the other. You have a else you have a bag of holding. Well, yeah, but I got to be able to chest. physically get it into that like space. So what I can fit in there, I have. Otherwise, if it's too okay. big, I'm just carrying it. How far so how far away is Ilsa's? Great question. How far away is Ilsa's? It's not super close, but I say it needs to be think? a trip. A trip. Uh, yeah, because I'm just planning, like, are we going to, like, stop somewhere uh, and, like, recoup? Hashed out? No, I'm thinking, like, maybe an hour's walk? I mean, you could hire a cab. I think we got to drop off all of our stuff before we go see Ilsa, though. And yeah, Artie. We right. can't just... I don't want to drag Artie up to that nonsense. So here's what Wits would say. Well, we... there's also one other place you could take Artie, which would be the, the Broken Mirror Changeling Bar. Yeah, Wits is walking to the purpose. Uh, hey, Wits. Uh, where where are we going? Listen, we don't have a lot of friends. We can't go to places that they know that we go. We can't go to Hashed Out. We can't go to Old Cricks. And we can't go to Harvey's because he's, he's too close to us. We gotta go. I think we gotta drop off the stuff at Alina's. Okay. So y'all are going up to the Middle Wards. Heading to Alina, our gnome artificer friend. So we're about to uh, drop quite the favor on Alina because she's not that close to us. But we've used her one time for unbroken string. At least twice. And, at at yeah. least twice. So she she's looked, a casual she acquaintance. Could have done that more dramatically, I suppose. And we knock on the door of and cut. Alina. Yeah. Alina. Talk, talk, talk. Alina's crowded little shop filled with all kinds of arcanic knickknacks and doodads and it's so it's like the middle of the night right 
you guys came back from an art opening, it would be pretty darn late. Yeah, it's like 2 or 3 a.m. Like, Wits bangs on the door of Alina's shop. It definitely takes her a few minutes to come downstairs. She's holding a wand in front of her as she, like, opens the chain just a bit. Who's there? And this is, like, a three-and-a-half-foot-tall gnome woman wearing glasses that are bottle cap, like, bottle, Coke bottle glasses that she was not wearing during the day and holding a deadly weapon pointed at you. Hey, hey, it's your friendly neighborhood inquisitive and his robot buddy. We just, we got to ask you a favor real quick. What did I make for you guys last time you were here? Trouble. (laughs) (laughs) What else? Uh, What did she make? She made us unbroken string and she made us... Didn't we give her... Dragon's blood. Finger grappling hook. Finger grappling hook. That's right. You made us unbroken string, a finger gun, and you analyzed some dragon's blood for us. Okay, close enough. You're either them or you interrogated the hell out of them. Come on in. There was also an extremely... uh, You threw metal at me. (laughs) there There was an extremely excitable young wizard here who tried to cause trouble. Okay. She, she goes, fine, door closes, chain moves, the arcane wards, dis- like, that had started glowing when she opened it. We definitely, down. like, pushed the door open. No, she she lets you in, like. And no, I know, but, like, we're on, so eager. Come on up like, to the apartment. There's there's a call from upstairs, like, sweetie, who is it? And she goes, nothing to worry about, just some customers that needed some emergency repairs. I'll be back to bed soon. Which definitely oh, tries a, to see if he can see who that is. <laughs> it, it's coming from upstairs in her apartment. So Makes eyes at sevens. Raises eyebrows. <laughs> so yeah, Lena shows you inside and goes, okay, so what? why are you banging on my door this early? Uh, I drag Artie up and I set him up in a chair. Like prop him up. Oh, a changeling. That's neat. <laughs> He's not important. Don't worry about it. Is he okay? Uh, don't worry about it. Um, He'll be fine. He looks kind of out of He it. does this all the time. <laughs> I think the it's less you know, the better. Listen, Alina, I know you don't know us that well, but we really, uh, man, we're, we're up the creek without a paddle here. We need you to watch our stuff for like, fuck, I don't even know how long. We just need you to watch it. Are you guys disappearing forever, or is this like a couple days thing? Uh, I'm, the plan's not to disappear forever. <laughs> I mean, who can say? Really? <laughs> who you know? So who can what, say what the winds bring? Do I pawn your stuff? Uh, Two days from now? A week from now? A, a, a month? A month seems fair. A month? That's a long time. What's boys? our gold situation? Uh, we'll pay. You're pretty flush. Uh, we could offer her some money to stash our stuff here. Or we can offer you a, a changeling uh, to experiment on anything you I want. <laughs> no, no, organics for suckers. Now, if you want to leave your foot here for a few days, sevens, but you'll need that to run. Arm? arm I, I am that? unfortunately pretty attached to it. <laughs> that can be fixed. That's the whole point. You and I have a very different definition of fixed. <laughs> It's fixed. No foot for you. Listen, we can't offer you a lot. The thing we can offer you is you can call on us if you need anything afterwards. No, and I'm happy to keep working with y'all. Like, you guys are good customers. You pay up front. 
We did save you from some goons. I kind of feel like you, you might okay. Us. You saved the goons from trashing my place. I think no. I think seven. I think we saved her for some goons, right? I, so <laughs> I definitely, I distinctly recall us saving you. I remember. Yeah, I remember. Even yeah, majestically. Yeah. We were noble. She was fantastic. I cried. You, you start to hear someone like rustle out of bed, like some some footsteps, and she goes, "Look." I'm happy. Is it just the bag or is there more? And is any of it going to cause me trouble? We'd like to leave Artie here with you too. I no, say I think, as I poke uh, him not on the chair. Not babysitting some drunkie. No, I think we take Artie with us. Listen, we just what need if, you. What if we leave Artie here on the promise that he will work for you? I am not and babysitting he, some junkie. this would be a prime opportunity for Artie to <laughs> for get slavery <laughs> for slavery. No, he needs he needs a job to keep him busy so he's not doing drugs. This is perfect for him and for you. What are we? This is great. You get special? a helper. No, no it's not He's, perfect. For he me. gets clean. Not, it works no, out like great said, for everybody. I'm not running it's, a rehab. I've thing. decided. I'm a repair shop. I'm an arcanist. <laughs> I am not a <laughs> therapist. All right, we're not an after school uh, special. If, if you would like, I okay. Uh, out of character voice, if you would like to try a parlay, I actually do attempt yes. to roll to manipulate. I want to see uh, what Alina it would take into helping for Alina to basically babysit Artie. All right, two d six plus. That's nothing. Are we not turning him into Ilsa anymore? What I mean, why were we going to turn him into Ilsa in the first place? Because he good favor. was at the same place. He was at the same place that the scroll was found, and he may know something about who stole it in the first place. Yeah, I th- plus I think like turning in an extra thing, since we're asking for an extra thing, would be, you know, quid pro quo. Also, Fine. there's nowhere he'll be safer from the DASP than like the Boromar clan headquarters. Fine. Try to do a good deed. Good. Get shit on. <laughs> yeah, correct. Listen, uh, I mean, we're not an after school special. I don't care if he gets sober. We just need to keep. Our certificates and our coins here with you. We'll take the drugs. We'll take anything else that you don't need to know about. I mean, you can Seven's, leave the drugs. Seven's like looking forward to looks a little day. sad that he couldn't redeem Artie here and get him get him on the right path. Hey, hey. <laughs> he will. I do. There are places like that. that will help a, your friendly neighborhood gnome arcanist shop, not a rehab center. All right, we're gonna. Can we leave this here? Yeah, bring it into the back. It looks heavy, and I'm not up for it, and I haven't reattached Lawrence's arms yet. So. Oh, yeah, I drag <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I drag everything into the back. Yeah, I think we would, yeah, like, she, she doesn't even need to be awake for all this shit. We just leave. Yeah, that's fine. And then she goes, all right, good luck, boys. Don't tell me where you're going. If you're not back in, like, a week, I'm going to pawn some stuff. Uh, Two. Two weeks. A week. A week. A week and a half. You woke me up at, look, you woke me up at 3 a.m. A week. <laughs> She's a very cranky, cranky little gnome. Fine, but start with the stuff that you don't think we need. Start with Witz's stuff. Start with the stuff that's <laughs> Start with Seven's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. You guys go off now. Be safe. And As we're going out the door, you. Seven's goes out last. I flip her a gold coin and I say, I whisper to her. Sell Witz's stuff first. <laughs> she winks at you. Closes the door. I give her the thumbs up. <laughs> All right. So you guys are you guys and Artie are in the middle wards. P 
peaceful, semi-patrolled by the guard. Can already walk uh, yet. I'm tired of carrying his... <laughs> he his can. Heavy you were the one who said I'd drag him by the collar. I mean... If he can walk, he's, I'll, he's I'll steady, walk. But yeah, he can if walk. not, I'm gonna... I guess I'll carry him again. Yeah, I want to walk he, to Ilsa. I don't want to take a cabbie, because that would be traceable. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Well, it depends on how much you pay cabbie. So oh, I don't know if y'all remember, you, you have a Warforged friend has a cabbie. We do. I mean, how do we get a hold of him, though? Yeah. I don't have, like, some psychic link to Warforged there, or something. I, no, no, there isn't. But you can I try think we just walk. cab stand. How far of a walk is it to the Boromir? Boromir? Boromar. Boromar. Boromar clan. Headquarters. Y'all are in, uh, it's a feasible walk to do walk, in a couple if, hours. If you're walking, it's a couple hours. You'll get there about dawn. If you take a cab, it'll be like 10 minutes. And right now, you're in a pretty peaceful part of town. Dask are pretty far from here. And you're not exactly heading to Boromar headquarters, but you're heading to Ilsa's place. Uh, what, so, yeah. So, what's the... Do we walk through dangerous places if we would walk? Only your own neighborhood. Let's walk. Yeah, I agree. We walk. It's good for us. Right. And All I right. would walk 500 miles. And <laughs> I will cut you... I will throw an ambush at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. And the walk goes uneventfully, and we arrive perfectly intact. Let's find out if that happens. Um, Wits, are you taking the lead, or are you watching Artie? Uh, I'm taking Who's... the lead. All right, yeah, give me a I'm discern not, realities. I'm not big enough to, like, carry Artie or anything, so. No, but you could, well, not right now. He could lean on your shoulder is all. I don't think either of us are, like, we're not carrying him or anything. We're just like pushing him alongside. Yeah, I think he's in between us. I think. Yeah, like yeah, so, both of us yeah. are like ushering him along. Exactly what he wanted you guys to do. Uh, that um, is an eleven. What's up? Nice, excellent, full success. So you definitely notice not only there there's a few like a lot more nightlife out than you would expect, and I don't mean like the fun, happy kind. I mean is like this similar to like the gang level of nightlife we saw when we were going to the gang district it's earlier. Not, it's not that bad, but if it doesn't de-escalate quickly, it will get that bad. Okay, so I get a plus one and an answer to a question, right? Uh, what should I be on the lookout for? And I don't mean that like, yes, I should be on the lookout for the gangs that are around, but like no, I want not the obvious stuff. Yeah, I want to be I want, um, that is to say, I am on the lookout for things that would tip me off about violence that's about to happen. You should be on the lookout for other players entering the game. You should be on the lookout for people who have no business in Lower Dura. Okay. Are there? Not yet. We're taking, by the way, we're taking like alleyways. You also get to ask me like two other questions. Okay. You got an 11. Okay. So we're taking, to be clear, we're taking like alleyways and back streets. We're not like walking down Main District. Oh, yeah. Um, Who's really in control here and what uh, here is not what it appears to be? I really like this because this is like Wits has a feel for the neighborhood and this is absolutely mm-hmm. that of like something like the you know the feeling before a storm like something's up well, here. This is 100% that yeah. Boromar clan are not as in control as they used to be. So it definitely feels like Great. the dash are moving. <laughs> Glad we're getting a favor. It definitely feels like something else. <laughs> Picking is the winning side. Christ. So the dash are moving in. Yeah you're definitely seeing more dash uh, in, in the district than usual. You're also, like, you haven't caught a good glimpse, but there seem to be 
another faction that's moving and being very, like working very hard not to be seen. And you're only noticing them because this is your neighborhood. You're familiar with it. Do I know who they are? Not yet. Um, Do I see what here is not what it appears to be? I think I gave that one. Things are not safe. This is not just the calm before a storm. There is a third faction getting ready to show their hand here. Can Two questions. One, can we get to Ilsa's safely? Two, are there easily identifiable guys of this third faction that are sequestered that we could knock out and investigate? Maybe and not yet. You would have to set an ambush for them or hunt them, which with Artie between you guys is definitely an added challenge. Okay. Uh, I pull sevens into an alleyway. Um, Okay. New plan. I don't, we can't risk walking there and we can't fight with Artie here. I think we've got to call in our cabbie and just get there as soon as we can. (sighs) Uh, Sevens looks around a little bit and he goes, why? What, what's up? Well, the Dask are moving in, as I'm sure you've seen everywhere on the last three blocks. We've seen all of their henchmen. Sevens nods enthusiastically, even though he has no idea. <laughs> yeah. He knows I mean, nothing. You would have seen, seen some of the hobgoblins. But. And uh, two of the last three corners, there's been a third unidentified party. I don't know who they are, but uh, they're nobody I know. I will say they are not on the corners. They are halfway up buildings. They are clinging to the overhanging arches. They are clinging to the underside. Oh, of the so they're just like straight up murderers waiting S- to murder. Spider Manning. Awesome. Or harpies or anything else that might not need to use the ground to get around. So, two of the last three blocks, I've seen things clinging to the side of buildings. And uh, I mean, I don't need to tell you, but that's not. That's not kosher. Like that ain't that ain't Bormar. That's not Dask. That's uh that's something new. I don't even know what it is. We, I don't think we risk walking. I think we just got to get to the Boromar now. All right. Uh, blow your blow your flute arm. <laughs> summon <laughs> summon cabbie. You, you, summon you guys would have to head back. Yeah. You, so you guys take. Are there any near? So there's none near us. Street. No, they're not far. Like it's just like a block or so away before you hit a main street that'll have some air traffic. That'll have like a, a stand, but it definitely means going past one of the Dask groups. Um, Dask, better the devil we know. I'm fine with that. Okay, they they look kind of bluff. They did like just roll me a roll me a d6 for luck. So as we're like as we're walking by the Dask, Wits pretends to be like deep in conversation with like Sevens. And he's like, so that's why and, you can't... And do you still look like wits? Uh, no. Well, no, I mean, that's... I mean, it's perfectly normal in this case to dress as yourself in your own... Or yeah, that's not fair. I didn't, I didn't think of that. So, yes, he still does look it's like fine. wits. Right now, you still do. Um, uh, so he's, like, deep in conversation, like a fake conversation with him. It's like, so that's why you have to keep your pants on when you're in the park, it, okay? <laughs> Ooh, natural <laughs> oh, six. Yes. Lovely. Then you, and you hear a little, little little call from the group. Hey, hey, boss, what's up? It is Winrail. Okay, did he goblin. just call me boss in front of us? Yes, yes, he did. They don't, they don't seem to mind. They see you as a term of endearment. They see you as a leader in the community for the most part. Uh, do I know you? You stole my hat. Oh, that's right. You're, you're hatless guy. 
And then he very quickly looks side to side and goes, hide your friend. They're looking for him. Okay. I mean, we should have a talk about discretion at some point. <laughs> Look, they're, they're keeping an eye out. Don't worry about that. These guys are there with me. Do you know, can, is it, we just need to wait for a cabbie. Do you know a safe place? To wait for a cabbie? I wouldn't wait anywhere right now. Something weird's going on. But I can see that. Do you guys know what's cab- going on? There's a cab. No, I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. Something in the shallows up high. Well, I'm sure you'll figure it out, Henschel. You're, uh... they're, they're being Henschel. <laughs> Henschel. Winrill. Winrill. Win-ril. Fuck. We'll edit that out. He's going to be sad that we can't remember his name. I'm sure you'll figure he that out, be, Winrill. You're... It would be you stole his hat, you beat him up, you hired him, you gave him a lot of money. I'm sure he's you'll figure it out. He's a retainer, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, so he's giving you guys a heads up. Hey, they're looking for Artie. He's also letting you know uh, whatever is hanging out up there has been very careful to stay out of the range of our dark vision. He was about to tell us where the nearest cab yeah, it's 50 yards ahead. 50 yards ahead in the middle of the, the lit street. Okay, we start walking towards it, and I okay. tell Artie, listen, man, you got to change your appearance or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know what you can do. You are pretty worthless, but something, anything, uh, man. Like, blue blue ears or something. I don't care. Okay, you see him focus really, really hard. Like, this is like trying to, I don't know convince a drunk person they need to drink water you see him look look kind of cross-eyed at his nose for a second and his skin goes from a light gray to a light green (laughs) jesus christ man one one long curly like sprout lock of hair comes off the top of his head and he goes oh did i get it it's beautiful i love it it's perfect oh let's go good job okay yeah, so you guys are, you lead him up to the cab stand. There's a cab there. It's not your usual cabbie, but he's happy to take the fare. I do, at this point, change my appearance to doesn't matter, anything. Uh, just not, not wits. Not any of my, no, I don't want to be known. Just like a, just a dude. A, a what, okay, tell me what he, that dude looks like. Just a normal, average, like, worker dude. Oh, the same one you tricked Winrill Win- Win- first the first time. Yeah. Uh, hey, can we go to, uh, I mean, uh, listen, we just need to go to, and then whatever address we're going to. Yeah, I, there is our headquarters. I wrote it down somewhere. I'm it's not really, going to worry about it right now. It's really dark. Um, we just need to get there like pretty quick. Our friend's not feeling so well. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, God. What? I don't mean to pry. He'll be fine. Don't worry about it. He's got the consumption. I don't care about that, but this, you're talking to a warforged, like a warforged in a in a in a press press boy cap. He's like, I don't organic diseases, whatever. If it's not termites, I ain't worried. <laughs> or or rust monsters. God, those things are mon- terrible. Yeah, tell me about but it. I just don't want him to puke in the back. No, so I'm, no he's good. A, yeah, we're fine. Okay, you got a hat. He can puke into that. All right, let's go. And he. Hops into the front of his sky cab. You guys get in, and this little, like, half open, oh, think of it like a sled almost. The wing, it has these mechanical wings that unfold as it begins to harness the, the manifest zone of air, which allows Sharn to grow, be so able to fly. You all are sailing steadily towards Ilsa's, Ilsa's headquarters. Um, we'll call it the, the Talenta Homestead. Is, is the name of her, her pub. 
Talenta? Talenta. Polenta. Do they make delicious, delicious polenta? Uh, no, they don't farm. Welcome to the Talenta Homestead. Home of the greatest polenta in the world. <laughs> polenta polenta. Welcome to our Talenta Polenta and Sharp Tooth Stew. Or Sharp Tooth, I don't know, things. I don't know. Okay, so Cabby, traveling along. You guys are booking it through the crowded upper areas of Kalistan, heading to the south side of it, where Ilsa's, Ilsa's uh, where the Talenta Homestead Inn and Tavern is located. It's about four in the morning. Doesn't matter down here. It's dark. Everything seems to be dripping. It wasn't raining in the middle district, so this is just runoff um, or night soil. Um, and you guys definitely feel like I, with the back of your neck is crawling. Sevens, you are having this really harsh fight, fight or flight instinct. Like you are being hunted here. There is something following you just out of sight. Wits tries to, like, use the mirrors in the cab to see it. He has mirrors? I mean, he has a reflective brass plate at the back of his head you could use. Yep. Okay, okay. How about... It sounds like you're trying to find out something more about what's going on here. And I don't think it's quite discern reality. So we're actually going to go one step ahead. You have just a, just the briefest inkling right before... Um, yeah, right before a crossbow bolt, heavy and tipped, thuds into the back of the cab's the cab driver's chair, and you hear him yelp and then slump. With poles already down below the window line, along with himself. Right. Uh, seven. I look out the back slump. window. <laughs> there's not. There's not a cover. This is an open sled with wings, basically. Oh. Um, except cab driver was up front and now no one's driving this thing through these crowded bottom tower tunnels sevens hop on the wheel i yeah i grab the other warforged i slide him over to the passenger side and i jump up and i do grab the wheel he gives a grunt i've got like my shield on my back kind of like protecting me from getting shot back there and i'm kind of i'm hunkered Okay. The wheel. Give me a defy danger. Wits is holding Artie down, like doubled over on himself, and then he has his hand crossbow, and he's like posted up, looking out the back, ready to fire. Okay, That's so an eleven. Eleven. Oh, you are absolutely successful doing this. Um, so you you have definitely like you got a glimpse of where the, the thing came from. You haven't got a, a clear look at the attackers yet. They're still just a little outside of your view, but you can see the movement without dark, without your dark vision. And right now, yeah, you are you are keeping you with an already safe from additional crossbow bolts, including your cab driver. Who is now. Yeah. And I uh, I start like serpentining. <laughs> yep. You down the road, in and uh, out. You're heading in the right direction still. Do I know where I'm going? Yeah. You've been in this district long enough. You know where you're going. Well, I mean, it's like Ilse's. Yeah. Like, about, you know what? You know where Ilse's is. That's not a problem. But you don't own. Then a I cat. put the. I give it a bootful, and uh, man, I'm so glad I kept this foot. <laughs> right, it's coming in so handy right now. Uh, yeah, and you accelerate and try and get away. You have more crossbow bolts zip by you, and you start to see like a faint glow of of some of these skyboards as the people are are coming up 
They're about human size, dressed all in black, face coverings, goggles, riding on on some of these um, sky racing devices and chasing you through these crowded serpentine tower basement. They're green goblins. Is what they're doing. <laughs> yes. Pretty much, like shooting one of the like one of the ways of getting around here is on these on these boards or on these shards. It's real easy to fly. Um, yeah, it's on the cover of, of the, the Sharn book. It's like a greenish gem. The cover of the that lets the, lets the user fly. So, I mean, we just gun it towards uh, Ilsis to want to hold yeah, well, something else happens. That's, Wits, that's did you want to return that. fire? Like, they are within range of crossbow. You just don't have a good line of sight on them. Yeah, are there, um, like, a clear leader, or are they just all just a... Gang. Not that you can make out, really, but... Yeah, I just returned fire. And I'm not... I mean, obviously I'm trying to hit them, but it's a suppressing fire situation. Okay. Well, is this more, like, defying danger by covering fire to try and protect things or defend? Uh, defend, I think, would be fair. When you stand in defense of a person, item, or location under attack. I, I think defend sounds like what you're trying to do here more than, like, snipe. Makes yeah. sense? Yep. All right. Well, hold uh, me that defend. That's a nine. In fact, hold one. Okay. So long as you and you have a forward, so you actually have a ten. Oh yeah. So as long as you can defense, have the attack's effect or damage, open up the attacker to an ally, giving the ally plus one forward, or deal damage to the attacker equal to your level. Yeah. This is from acting on your earlier discern reality answer. So you actually have three hold, not one. Okay. So I get to do pretty much whatever I want. <laughs> Within the fiction. But yeah, you're in the back. Artie's pushed down. They're returning fire. They haven't hit the carriage yet. Yeah, we're not going to take damage or get hit. And I'm going to, like, wing one of them. Wing or kill, I mean, that's up to you. Well, you're going to wing him because you're defending, right? You're, yeah. you, did, you said, I'm going to screen. I'm not going to, like, fight back. Yeah, how do you do that? Do you hit him in his board and knock him off balance? They're staying just out of really effective range. Um, I think I hit him square in the shoulder, and the momentum carries him off the board. Okay, yeah. You deal with one of these these four attackers. Uh, once the guy falls off the board, you notice he, he plummets for like 20 feet, and then suddenly just like slows to, to like a very slow, gentle fall. Uh, huh. Yeah, I mean, board, Wits definitely though, clocks that. His board, though, definitely like feels off and shatters him crashes into the side of a tower, a residential tower. Shears off um, and knocks the other three off their boards. Sadly, no. The other three now, though, are going to fire on the carriage, and specifically at you, because you return fire. I, so I want to... Can I give one forward to sec? Can I see them do that? Do I know that they're about ready to fire you on heard us? Him, you heard him fire. You heard the crash. You're already performing evasive maneuvers. Right, you are defining danger with a complete success at an eleven. So this is really now they they are going to manage to put a crossbow bolt into the shield on your back, but Wits's defense kept it from penetrating. Your defy danger kept you guys from crashing instantly. So Wits, do you have two more hold? Do you want to deal damage? I want to deal damage to another one, and then can I give a forward to Zach for evasive action to, like, just get us away from him? Uh, yeah. You can 
So open the, open up the attacker to an ally and give that ally plus four plus one forward against the attacker. You can totally do that from the six three left. So you shoot one, he peels off, crossbow bolt in his arm. These guys are still 70, 80 feet back, high in the darkness, well above any of the light lit areas down at street level. Yeah, I mean, are these things that much quicker than a cab? Oh yeah. These are these are fast little little boards that, that are for one person only and are pretty risky to use. I sent a picture in the, in yeah. the Discord if you want to see. Yeah, well I mean like setting aside the fact that I think if we took two out of four and we were still continuing the entire time to Ilsa's, we'd have to be getting close. I mean oh, I don't yeah. think No, you guys are very close. Wits isn't right like now, a good enough shot anyway to take out all four, so like I don't think that's But you can you could give you could give sevens a signal. So, yeah, I so do. I mean, that's what I give. Lab, this is how this is how you get the plus one point. You go, yeah. all right, hit the brakes now, and then you, you slam on them. And these two guys shoot past you. And now sevens, you have two small, very crushable humanoids on tiny shards in front of you and your big ca- uh, cab. Oh yeah, I uh, I I grin pretty evilly and I I juice it. All right. Paladin, by the way. Paladin, hundred <laughs> percent, all the time. So judgmental. <laughs> you and your. Morals. I have full conviction that they need to be smushed. I'm gonna say it's gonna be another. Defy Instead of lay on hands, it's it's lay on car. <laughs> lay a car on them. Well, lay on then gas let's do, pedal. let's do a hack and slash. <laughs> uh, do a hack and slash and take a plus one from uh, from okay. Wiss's signal. That's a, that's a 15. How is that possible? That's, that's a that's a 6 plus a 5, plus I get my bonus 2 for strength, plus your uh, 1 forward on that one. Rip. Rip to these dudes. Yeah. yeah. Ow. I, not only do I run them over, I stop, I put it in reverse, <laughs> and then I run them back over. Well, it's not even we, that. It's like they shoot forward, you gun it, pin one against the left wall. Then slam the other, slam the uh, the cab against the like you ping pong them back between this narrow alley a couple times, and they are uh, floating down far behind you. Quite it dead. Is you don't think they're dead? Probably not. I mean, they were from what you saw, dressed head to toe in black, heavily armored, um, with high quality magical gear and equipment. But they are definitely not going to follow you any anymore. Like they are dealt with, and you all pull the cab down. The cabbie's wounded. Artie's passed out. Uh, Sevens has a, a new crossbow bolt decoration in the shield, and you all pull up in front of the Talenta Homestead, where Ilsa Boromar, all like four feet, blonde halfling, barbarian-looking crime boss, is tapping her foot impatiently. What did you bring to my doorstep tonight, boys? Talk later. Hide now. (laughs) Dearest listener, thank you for tuning in and joining us for this week's To Ashes, To Dust, Owitz's Inquisitive's production. Your narrator is Alex Kirk. Wits is played by our editor Nathan Shoemaker, and Sevens is played by Zach Shoemaker. Join us for our next broadcast from the dark and seedy underbelly of the City of Towers into Ashes.
to dust.